Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of The Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because we begin right now. Everyone loves a checklist. A checklist makes sure you get things done. It helps you stay on track. It helps you ensure that you know you have left no stone unturned. What if you had a checklist to help ensure you're ready for retirement? A checklist to make sure that you've crossed all your T's and you've dotted all your I's. That's what we're talking about on today's show. How can you create a retirement checklist to make sure you're on the right track to hit your goals? Folks, my name is Jim Martin, and I'm the Retirement Planning Guy. I'm so happy you're listening to the podcast. Look, if you find some value in this podcast, I want to say this first and foremost. Make sure you share this with your friends. We're trying to grow our podcast community. Make sure we help as many people as possible. And you sharing this podcast with friends or family members, it can go a long way in helping us attract new people to the show and increasing our community, which is a really big deal. Now, before we get started, I want to go over some words from our attorneys. My attorneys, they want you to know that this show is for informational purposes only. It's only for entertainment and hopefully some education. And while we take every step necessary to ensure that this information is 100% accurate, mistakes can happen. So before you take any action or make any goals or plans around our shows, make sure you consult with a CPA, a lawyer, or a qualified financial advisor. All right, now that we've gotten those dreaded compliance issues out of the way, we're going to be building a checklist, the checklist that you can, you know, you can just check these things off as we go and you can make sure that you have a plan. Now, this is not comprehensive. I don't want to spend five hours recording this show today. So we're just going to go through 10, 10 items on our smart checklist. We've got a smart checklist. Look, if you want to take advantage of this, I'll give you, I'll give you a way you can take advantage at the end, but I'll just say it right now. Um, We're happy to send this to you so you can go onto our website and click on the button where you take your uh, checklist challenge and we'll send you a copy of this. Or you can just go on the ask button on the website at retirementplanningguide.com and just ask for it and we'll send you a copy as well. So really easy to get a, a formal written copy of what we're going to go over today. And I'm just going to go through 10, I think what I think are 10 really important uh, checklist items on your retirement journey before we get started. And why do we use checklists? Let's first kind of go through this. You know, I use checklists because oftentimes I think of things and then forget them later. I know that sounds sounds crazy, but you know, on Sunday night, I try to plan my next work week. And generally speaking, what I do is I go through all of my emails that have come in through the weekend and then review anything I didn't get to last week. And then I really think about what do I want to accomplish in the upcoming week? What's important? What are some of the big goals? And I really try to build a checklist. And I build a checklist checklist so I know that as I get into Monday and Monday is really crazy and you know my staff is asking questions and we've got sh- listener questions from the show and my, my kids in school and my wife's asking me questions you know just things are happening all around that I don't lose track of things that are really important things that help me move my business forward move my personal life forward and really help me accomplish things that are important it also helps me 
feel a sense of accomplishment as well. I don't know about you, but when I, it, it sounds really silly, but when I go ahead and cross something off or put a check mark next to something on the list, I, I feel a sense of accomplishment. Like I've, I've done something and a checklist for retirement, it, it can be the same way. You know, retirement's really complex. There are, there are a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of big decisions and you know, we all know that if you get it wrong, it can mean going back to work or running out of money or not not living the retirement that you've always planned for or or dreamt about. So that's why having a checklist can be so important, especially if you do it on your own. But even if you're meeting with an advisor or have a financial advisor, this can help you ensure that they're they're doing all the right things. So make sure you go out and download the um the checklist for the full comprehensive version. But more than anything, let's get started. So item number one on our checklist today, and I, I marked a lot of them. I might have more than 10, but I'll just number as I go. So item number one on your checklist challenge is I, I want you to have a written budget. Do you have a written budget for all necessary discretionary spending? So for all necessary spending and for discretionary spending. Let me explain what that means. Look, we're all going to have to pay for insurances, for taxes, all the stuff that we have to have, food and shelter. All of that stuff is necessary spending. Discretionary spending is all the fun stuff. Now, we don't need to have this budget written down to, you know, a penny necessarily, but we should have a pretty good understanding of what that looks like. And we should have it written down. We should know how much money we're going to need to keep the lights on. You know, you really need to have an idea of that in retirement because what happens is when you get to retirement, remember, just remember this folks, income is everything. And if you don't have enough income, it can really make your retirement really stressful. So having a budget will help you understand what you have to live within. And then the discretionary spending, I think is really important as well, because this is the one thing people, they really, I think they underplan for in a lot of ways. You know, what I, what I, what I've always, what I've always been surprised about is when I sit down with a great couple and, you know, they're making $150,000, $200,000 combined. So a lot of money combined. And all of a sudden I sit down with them and they say, well, we only need $30,000 in retirement. And we're going to live fine. And I just shake my head at that because they've been spending $70,000 a year but they think they can live on half. Be realistic with yourself is my whole point here. Once you fill out your budget, I always like to add 10% because you probably missed haircuts and you might've missed buying clothes and Christmas gifts and all the other stuff. So there's something in there that you've probably missed. Although there are a few quick in or quick book nerds out there that have not missed one cent and kudos to you, you're awesome. But for the rest of us, we're probably not that detailed. And adding that 10% can give you some buffer room there. So number one item on the checklist is, do you have a written budget? I think that's a good one. Number two, based on this budget, you have an estimate of the income you're going to need for each year. Okay, what do I mean by that? You've got your budget. Now you need to know how much income you're going to need for each year when you retire. See, this is the thing. What we have to do is we have to put things in two columns. We have to put what we want. So what we want is our necessary and discretionary budget spending and then what we have and what we have is our income so do we have enough do we have enough on the column to meet our needs and if not there's a problem so on your checklist once you've figured out how much money you need do you have enough income to cover that that's really important and that's really important because if you don't have enough income it's going to be a problem now so for two, that's number two 
let's make sure we're all under, uh, under the under, understanding this. Number one is, do you have a written budget? And then number two, on this budget, do you have enough income every year when you retire? And remember, your income can come from a lot of different sources, social security, pensions, rental income, and other income. And as you're thinking about income planning around this checklist, really make sure that your income is rising. Remember, things cost more over time. That's called inflation. So if you're really tight on that budget within you know just a few hundred dollars, if you don't have a really big overage, you've got to be concerned about how you're going to get through that. So let's move on to number three on the checklist challenge here on your retirement checklist you're building is you know of those income sources how they're gonna be taxed. So once you add up all of your income, how is tax going to impact you? So you know how they're gonna be taxed. Believe it or not, the tax code is really kind of wonky for retirees, and it's wonky because Social Security is taxed at something called provisional income, and your IRAs are taxed at something called ordinary income. So there's there's two entirely different types of tax law for depending upon the distributions, whether you're taking it from a Social Security or you're taking it from your pension or you're selling stock, maybe you have capital gains. Understand, really, really understand how they're all going to be taxed because they they could all potentially be taxed at different rates. And when you're doing planning, you really want to make sure that you understand understand exactly what your tax rate will be. You know that your taxes will probably go up, but you certainly want to know that, hey, if most of your income is coming from an IRA, that might be taxed at a different rate than your social security. And that'll help you back into actually how much you'll have net after you pay all those taxes. So that's number three on the list. Number four, you need to know what year you're going to retire. Like that's one of the most fun things we talk about when I sit down with people. I love talking about retirement goals and what that what's that going to look like and feel like. And I love just asking the question, so when are you going to retire? And the answer I get a lot of times is uh, next year, as soon as I can. And then oftentimes people say, well, I guess, I guess retirement age is 67, Jim, so I'll retire then. But look, those are all good numbers, but um, try to figure out a number, something that's important to you. I like to think about it two ways. I like to think about what year do you want to achieve financial independence. So what year do you want to just retire and have enough money um, to be able to do anything you want to do, whether that's work or retire? And then what's the other number I like to think about is I'm not going to work a day past XYZ date. So that might be, hey, I'm not going to work a day past, I don't know, 66. I, I No matter where I'm at financially, 66, I'm out. So I like to try to get both of those numbers because that'll help us as we're doing planning to understand that, hey, you might not be able to retire right now and where you want to, but you can certainly retire before you, in your mind, you have to. And that'll give you kind of some emotional uh, security, knowing that you don't have to work forever because that's really what we're talking about when we go through a checklist is, you know, most people don't want to work forever. They want to be able to transition and spend time with grandkids and travel and do all the things they want to do. All right, so that's number four is what year will you retire? And you just check these off as you go. These aren't yes or no's, but hey, uh, check them off as you go. All right, another number five is my income plan indicates which accounts to draw from each year. This is interesting. And the reason this is interesting is, look, you might have an IRA, a Roth IRA, you might have an investment account, you might have a 401k, a 403b, 457. Do you know where you're going to pull that money from? Do you know what the tax rate's going to be associated with that? So that's really important. Number six, my plan is inflation adjusted. I know I talked about this a minute ago, but number six is my plan inflation adjusted and runs through at least age 95. 
I think if I ask most people, hey, are people living longer? I'm not saying they're living better, but are people living longer? They would say, yes, Jim. Yes, people are living longer. So you better make sure you you want to make sure your money outlives you, not the other way around. You do not want to run out of money in retirement. That's scary, guys. Think about this. You're 84 years old and you've run out of money and all you have left is your social security. You know people like that, right? You just know people like that. You know what they end up doing? Handing out stickers at Walmart or keeping their heat on 50 degrees. This is not the situation that you want to be in. So that's really important. All right, so we've gone through six so far. So those are six big ones I think about inside of, these are all income ones to start with. Let's talk about some investments because I think investments are going to be a really big part of most people's investment plan. Or let's, let's talk about what we call risk management. So we've talked about income. So those are some check marks on the income planning. Let's talk about this. I know how much my portfolio will drop if the market drops by 30%. Think about that. If you know exactly how much your portfolio will drop if the market drops by 30%, check it off. You've done a great job. If you're a little nervous about that statement, you're not quite sure what will happen, and if you'll be able to pay your bills and if retirement's going to be okay, don't check it off. That's going to be a real issue for you. So that is number seven on our list is making sure you understand that when we have the next market correction, the next bear market, that you know how your portfolio is going to react. That's a really important one. Number eight. Oh, this is a fun one too. If there are changes in politics and policies, I know my retirement will still be okay. That's a tough one, right? Like we don't know. We're going through an election cycle here. And I have a lot of people calling me right now about what happens if Joe Biden is elected. Does that does that help or hurt their portfolios? And we're going to talk about that on an upcoming podcast because I'm just, I'm just getting so many questions about it that I want to make sure that folks understand at least what I think will happen in that scenario. But you need to understand that if there's changes in politics and policies, that your retirement is still going to be okay. Because believe it or not, these politicians can have a lot of impact on your retirement. So just mark that off if you feel like you're in good shape. And if you're not quite sure, well, just leave it alone. All right, let's talk about health health care. And we're going to get to number eight on our checklist challenge. I'm sorry, number nine. Uh, so we're going to get to number nine on our checklist challenge. Do you have a health care plan? Do you have a health care plan if you retire before 65? And do you know all of your Medicare options if you retire after 65. Ooh, that's an interesting one, right? So if you know the answer to that, check that off. If you don't, you want to make sure you get some insight into that because health insurance is one of these things that's a big deal. I mean, you know, it's great to have lots of money, but if you don't have health, I mean, you really have nothing in life, all things considered. We know people that, that they're just sick and they're not in great shape and you just don't want to be there. And if you are, you certainly want to make sure you're getting the absolute best medical coverage possible. So having a plan for that is really, really important. Understand if you retire prior to age 65, you have a plan for major medical insurance. And you, if when you get to 65, you have a Medicare plan. Having a Medicare plan is really important because there's so many different options out there and it's a really tough time to make those decisions when you're 65 and you got to get it right. So understand that. Now, a qualified financial advisor or qualified medical uh, Medicare expert can really help you here. 
Uh, you know, you're going to sign up for Medicare once in your life, and it's really confusing. I mean, really, really confusing. So make sure you do it right. All right. Still sticking to the health theme. I know, and you can check this off if you know this or not. I know I will cover long-term care or nursing home needs and have policies in place or plans in place. So do you have a long-term care plan? Now, here is not a plan. I always laugh about this, but I get to sit down with some awesome people. And one of the plans I hear is, Jim, me and Martha have a plan that if something happens, she's going to walk me into the backyard and shoot me. I know it's silly. You laugh, but you know you've had friends say this. I have a plan. If I'm getting dementia, I'm going to off myself. I hear this all the time. Let me tell you a couple things. Number one, Martha ain't going to walk you into the backyard and shoot you. We'd have a lot more old ladies in jail if that plan actually worked. All right, number two, you're going to forget who you are before you have a chance to shoot yourself. I mean, you know, come on now. So you better have a better plan than those, you, you, whether that's long-term care insurance, whether that's, oh, I don't know, whether that's a, a, a hybrid policy, whether that's self-funding, it doesn't matter. Have a plan. Look, we recorded a podcast a couple weeks ago around long-term care planning. Go listen to that. It's pretty comprehensive. I think there's some good data in there that can help you. So that's number 10. All right, we're getting close to the end. Let's go down to, oh, number 11, and let's make sure we're on track here. Do you have a will or trust? Do you have a will or trust? Check that off if you do. If you don't, go get it done. So that's number 11. Number 12 on our checklist challenge. My financial advisor, or I, coordinates with my estate planning attorney to optimize my estate. So you review it at least every three years and you're coordinating either with a financial advisor or an estate planning attorney to ensure that you have a tax efficient portfolio and estate. That's number 12. I think that's a good one. Number 13, let's talk about taxes real quick and then we'll wrap up. And I want to talk about this checklist challenge just to make sure we recap it and you've answered either, yes, I've done that or, ooh, I have a miss here and I need to get it taken care of. But number 13, lucky 13 here is, I have a plan to help minimize RMDs and taxes on my RMDs. Look, RMDs, you're not getting away from it, but boy, oh boy, you can you can take a look at conversions and lots of other things you can do before you get there to help you create a tax-efficient strategy. So make sure that if you don't have that plan, you get it. A lot of people I know did not checkmark that. And our final one on today's show, number lucky 14, my estate plan helps me minimize taxes of my loved ones. Look, this is this is an interesting one here. And I, the reason I want to say this is there, there will be something left in your estate more than likely. Most people don't spend everything. They don't write the last check to the funeral home. They don't get to spend everything. Generally speaking, something's left and it's going to go somewhere. Do you want that to go to the nursing home or the government? If not, then you've got to have a plan. So if you don't have a plan, don't check it down. Just make a sense, make a commitment to do it. These are really important. Now, our checklist has about 35 checklist items on it, but I think these are some big ones and important ones. And I'm just going to recap. I'm going to go through and read these again because I think they're important. And again, as we're going through, you can just get a, you know, a mental note or a piece of paper and put a checklist down and just number them one to one to 14 if if you're missing any, you want to make sure you do it. But if but if you've got them all, then you're awesome and you're right on track. So I know some people out there will because they are on it. So number one, I have a written budget for all necessary and discretionary spending. Number two, based on this budget, 
I have an estimate of the income I will need each and every year in retirement. And I know where all of my income sources are coming from. Number three, I know how each of these income sources are taxed. Number four, I know the year or the age I'm going to retire in. Number five, if I'm within five years of retirement, myself or my financial advisor has calculated and documented my income plan. I know what accounts I'm gonna pull the income from every year. Number six, my income plan is inflation adjusted and runs through at least age 95. That's an important one. Just make sure you don't run out of money in retirement. That's what we're talking about with that. Number seven, I know what will happen to my portfolio the next time the market crashes. If it's down 30%, I'm confident I can sustain it. I have a plan. I feel comfortable with that. Number eight, if there's changes in politics or policies, I know my retirement will still be okay. Important one as well. If I'm going to retire prior to age 65, I have a plan for health insurance. If I'm age 65 or above, I have a plan for Medicare. I've got that all worked out. I understand exactly what my options are and how to handle those. Number 10, I know how I'm going to plan for long-term care. You have a plan to address long-term care planning and needs that exist in the world. Number 11, you have a will or a trust. Number 12, You or your financial advisor coordinates with your estate planning attorney to build a tax-efficient plan. Number 13, you have a plan to help minimize RMDs and taxes on those RMDs. And number 14, this is the last one, guys. My estate plan helps maximize my return while minimizing taxes to the loved ones and will help minimize the taxes via the death tax. Look, if you've checked next to every one of those, you've done a great job. If you've missed a few, don't feel bad. This is not about being perfect. It's about taking steps every day to put your financial house in perfect order and helping it stay there. Remember, what we're trying to do on this show is really simple. We're trying to help you plan well and retire awesome. And it starts with just getting a piece of paper out and figuring out where you're missing things and then taking actions and steps to 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 rectify them. Remember, you can go on our website at retirementplanningguy.com and request a full copy of this, and we will send you the entire document with all 35 options, and you can take a look and really make sure you're on the right track. But more than anything, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Look, if you find value in our shows or you found value in this one, please make sure to forward this out to your friends. We'd love to uh, we'd love to to help other people as well. So don't hesitate to do that. And if you have any questions, always ask. Folks, my name is Jim Martin. I'm the retirement planning guy. Uh, We'll be back next week with another podcast. So remember, plan well and retire awesome. We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. 
We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. New River Financial Group LLC is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group LLC doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.